0: Hello everyone. My name is Rafael, and I would like to welcome you to my headshot photography podcast. In today's podcast, I would like to talk a little bit about how to be more creative when it comes to headshot photography. And even though most of our corporate headshots are pretty straightforward, and putting any crazy creative ideas into those type of images probably it's a not good idea, but we can definitely add some elements which kind of separates us from the rest of the other headshot photographers. And I think this is extremely important and building this specific style for our work is important because that's what's going to drive our business and we're going to create something which is not kind of boring and it's not something that everybody else is doing. But having said that, I think we need some kind of path how we can do that. And this is what I want to talk today. And as you probably know, I'm trying to push some different ideas, different concepts, creating some different feel to my images. And that's something also would help me to kind of create my own style. And even though I don't want to kind of push it too much because the corporate world has simple, simple standards and they have certain expectations. But I think it's extremely important to just kind of explore what we can do with our work. And I have 10 points which I'm going to go through and I'm going to help you to kind of understand what kind of steps you can take in order to be more creative with your work. So the point number one is focus on ideas not on the gear and this is something which in my opinion is extremely important and especially when we're starting our journey in hatshot photography the gear becomes one of those most important elements and we focus so much on the gear that we completely kind of abandoned any concepts any ideas and this is also one of the questions i've been getting like what's your gear, what's your kind of softboxes. Like everyone is just asking about the equipment and nobody kind of looks at this whole thing from much broader perspective, like how I come up with certain concepts, certain ideas. And there's few things what I want to point it out. As I mentioned, focus on the concept itself, like what you can do to take your headshots to the next level. And you know, what can you do to add some elements which are going to make your images creative? And there's many, many ways to do that. You can go online and start kind of digging into some images which inspire you, images which kind of look creative and try to, especially at the beginning, try to imitate them, try to create them. And I know some people say, Hey, I don't want to do this because that was somebody else's ideas. I don't really believe that. And I always say if you want to even steal my concepts, go for it, try to do them and try to implement them into your work and see what it's going to take you. I found, and that's what I've learned over the years is the fact that one idea can lead you to something much more greater, something more interesting. You do one thing, you can try it and then you can add some different elements to it. So try to focus, as I said, on simple and some kind of interesting concepts. And as a starting point, try to implement them into your work and see where this whole thing's going to take you. And like, I'm not saying you shouldn't focus on the gear and just, just kind of avoid gear at all. But, try to look at this whole thing from much broader perspective and try to break down the entire image to some smaller elements and try to focus on the idea itself and try to, as I said, imitate it and just take it to your own work, try to do it and see what's going to happen. And that's maybe the beginning of something much, something much bigger and that's maybe can lead you to something interesting. And there is a lot of things what I also do to get those ideas, because some people might ask like, so how you can even get the idea, like how you can get the concept. And one of the things what I like to do, I like to, for example, go to some places like um, Michael's or Home Depot or those are like a big stores where they selling some interesting stuff and just kind of see what I could use to create some interesting concepts. What I could, what kind of material I could use for, let's say, interesting uh, backgrounds. I go and kind of search online and then try to find some interesting images. And doesn't have to be something that, um, you know, it's, it's like a, you can go into portraiture work and see, hey, I like this, colors. I like this background. I like this posing. I like this face expressions and try to kind of look at this whole thing from, as I said, much broader perspective and bring those concepts and ideas into your own work. So that's going to lead me to the point number two, which is create concept mood boards. And that's something which also helps you to, kind of break down those um, ideas to like say smaller elements and smaller components and try to implement them to your own work. And I think especially when we are on the shoot, it's extremely difficult to just become creative. So it's important to prepare yourself for specific concepts and the mood boards are the best way to do that. So you can work on the colors, you can work on the backgrounds, you can work on clothing, you can work on many, many different elements and create this kind of mood board, which is going to lead you to specific um, image. And then throughout the photo shoot you can modify certain things, you can add things, you can remove things, you can try different things. But just kind of working with some kind of mood board, which allows you to see what the direction is. It's extremely important. And I'm doing this constantly. Uh, I think Pinterest, for example, is the great way to do that, where you can just dive in and look for different elements, different ideas, different concepts, different backgrounds, different uh, makeup, different there's there's the, the list is endless and try to pull out the things which I like. And then I'm going to try to put them together on the mood board. And that's, as I said, it gives me a little better, better idea what I'm going after the next thing, the next concept, the next thing, what you can do to be more creative, study photography and classic art. Um, back in the days, we would have to go to library and dig into some stuff. We still can do that today. I know it depends where you live. If you have access to those things, it's great. If you don't, we have internet and you can really dive in and look into some of those classic arts and see, you know, how those guys work back in the days. If there's anything which kind of is appealing to you, and something that you can use for your own uh, work. And I can guarantee you there is endless amount of websites, um, places where you can go and just kind of study this stuff. And I'm not saying you should kind of becoming the art expert or anything like that, but even studying some great uh, photographers and see what they've been doing and and how they approach uh, photography, what kind of concepts they're using, what kind of lighting they're using, what kind of props they're using, what kind of backgrounds they're using. It's going to help you to... As I said, be more creative and, and and be more aware on some of the details. And if you like something, this is extremely important. If you like something, don't kinda expect you're gonna remember those things. Create a folder on your computer or I don't know, just maybe you can have some kind of notebook where you can write down those 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 ideas because those things comes to your mind and they go. So it's extremely important to somehow collect those informations and collect those images which they inspire you and the more you're gonna kind of collect those stuff you're gonna be more I would say aware what you can do and then what kind of things um, they're appealing to you so that's something which is extremely important so collecting those inspirational images and, and ideas is extremely important and I have few folders, which I'm just kind of collecting those stuff because I know, and sometimes what I'm trying to do, I try to kind of go through them and kind of not only look at them, but also analyze them in much kind of deeper level. So I'm getting into kind of understanding the lighting, the colors, the toning, the posing, like how they how those images were created, that they're so appealing. This is extremely important. So it's not just looking at them, but trying to um, understand um, what went into this, that it makes this image interesting and, and appealing and something that kind of like, I don't know, create some kind of impact on me. The next thing is extremely also important. And that's something that, a lot of photographers do. I am one of them. Uh, don't compare your images to others because as I said, every idea is different. If a concept is different and even if we're trying to implement some of those ideas and you cannot really recreate them hundred percent, you can take some elements and you can really kind of like put them in your own way. And as soon as I think you start comparing your images to other photographers, that's kind of like it's really dead end. And there's always photography, which is going to be better. Uh, There's always work of other photographers, which in your opinion is on the completely different level. So don't do that because that's kind of going to kill your creativeness and it's going to really I would say on the really negative way impact what you do. So try to kind of compare yourself to yourself. So like, you know, if you create an image, if it's interesting, um, the one thing what you can do is to kind of analyze it, what you can do to make this image better, what you can do to improve it next time. And this is somehow it's going to help you to grow. It's going to make you to be better photographer and it's going to help you to create better images. So like, we're not kind of going after the per kind of the perfection. We're trying to go and understand the process a little bit better and how we can improve it and what we've done the, the, the way we like it or what we, what we've done, which, you know, is not satisfying. So we need to kind of take a step back and, you know, make sure that we just every shoot we do we're doing something which we can improve it and we can learn from our failures on errors or things which we didn't do did, did the right way on the next next thing which is extremely important and i know it's not easy depends what you do but on every shoot try something new this is what i always try to do and even it's gonna be little thing i'm not saying you have to just completely change the setup you have to completely change the lighting you can completely just kind of flip everything upside down but i always kind of look at every photo shoot i'm trying to do the things which um you know they're the kind of like obvious for me and they're easy and i know i'm gonna get results but i also dedicated a little bit of time to do something which is different, something which is new, something which I never have done before. And sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. And I can obviously see, Hey, you know, this idea was stupid. I, I, you know, like it's not working, but I never say to myself like, Oh, you know, I, I shouldn't do that. That was like stupid. And I just kind of felt like, I always try to look at it. Hey, I've done it. I've tried it didn't work uh, let's move on to the next thing so use that to kind of an element of the shoot when you can learn something new you can try something which you never tried before and this is also extremely important element to learn um, something new about headshot photography because only by trying new things we can kind of discover new things just by doing the same thing over and over again the same way. It's not going to do anything good for us. We're going to just kind of go into this plateau where we're going to be doing the same thing over and over again. And even though those things might look good and, and they, they work, but if, if, if you want to improve something and you want to get better, you're going to be more creative. You want to kind of maybe explore some unknown territory. You have to try it. And I know a lot of us are scared and we don't want to do it. So that's why what I said try and start with things which you know that's they're going to work. But then also just try something extra, try something new on every shoot and see where it's going to um, take you. So that's something which is extremely important. And if you have a chance to do that, um, try to like literally on every shoot come up with something new and see how this whole thing works. Okay. The point number seven is practice, practice, and practice. This is something which is kind of obvious, but I deeply believe that the best way to learn thing is just by doing things. You can learn all this stuff about lighting and then, you know, setups and then and, and you can study stuff you can watch videos you can watch how other photographers work and you can analyze images but if you're not going to put this into the practice you will never know how this whole thing is going to look like and you're never going to know how this whole thing kind of apply to your skills and then what you're able to do so the practice, as I said, is one of the most important thing and doesn't matter. If it's working or it's not working. Just do things because that's the obvious way to kind of gain that experience and learn things and kind of see how this thing looks from the kind of practical side, because that's a lot of photographers, which they don't do like they they, they buy equipment, they buy kind of tutorials, they buy. Uh, everything what they can so they have this kind of like everything what they need but they don't put that in practice they don't put people in front of the cameras they don't really try to do different things they don't try to shoot they just kind of in this bubble of creating this perfect environment and having everything what they need but they never put that in practice so i highly recommend it especially when you're starting off and it doesn't matter like to be honest with you if you're an experienced photographer or you're starting off like you have to keep shooting, you have to keep working. And I've been doing this for a very long time and I still do like creative photo sessions. I put as many people I can at the front of the camera because that's how I learn new things. And sometimes you're getting into this plateau where you're doing kind of the same thing over and over again. But then you have this like wow moment that you just kind of ah, let's try this and see how this is going to work um, and then you all of a sudden like, oh, my God, I've created something new, something interesting, something where it's exciting. But you're never going to do this just by thinking about those things. You have to do them. You have to try them. So shooting is one of those elements which is mandatory. And the more you do that, the more you practice, the better you're going to get. Okay. don't follow photography rules, break them. I know we're getting kind of stuck sometimes into the situations where people tell you like oh this is the best way to do that this is the rules this is what you have to follow like again if you kind of have this perfect setup which works for you and you're getting this specific look then great but you're not going to get you're not going to get creative you're not going to get create something new and interesting if you're not going to break those rules and you have to try different things you have to kind of do things which sometimes might look like, okay, this is not going to work, but let's take a shot and see what happens. Um, And that's something extremely um, important. And some people might say, hey, oh, using one light, it's not a good idea. Try it, see it, what's going to happen, if it's going to work, if it's not going to work, what kind of results you're getting. Maybe there's things you can do to improve it and make it look like it's interesting. So again, trying new things and breaking the rules and breaking what is in our head is extremely important. And I'm not saying you we shouldn't kind of follow and then kind of going against those rules because the rules always helps to kind of have some kind of great foundation. But breaking them and see, and even like understanding why, let's say, certain rules, if you break them, they don't uh, work as interesting because this is, again, learning process. This is something that's going to help us to understand lighting and understanding, you know, certain things, um, you know, different way and it's going to expand our knowledge about why those rules are important and then how we can break them to make things look um, interesting. So that's something which I always advise people and whenever I'm getting reached out by some photographers and they're like, oh, you didn't do this or you didn't do that or, you know, you should follow this. No. Like maybe you can kind of, I don't know, find something that's going to create this amazing exceptions. And it's going to create something interesting with the, with the lighting, with the colors, with the backgrounds, you just name it, just don't, don't follow. Um, whatever people tell you that this is the right way to do this. This is a really bad idea. Okay, so the next thing is, and this is what I was actually pointing out a few seconds ago. Remember, there's no bad idea. doesn't matter what you do and doesn't matter how stupid it is. Try to um, see what's going to happen. See if this is not going to work or this is uh, going to work. And I know... I've been in these situations on so many occasions and I've done this endless amount of time that I have this the this, 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 this dumbest idea ever. But I you know, kind of felt inside like I shouldn't do that. But then I was just trying to do it anyways. And sometimes I was like very positively excited because I've created something which I've never done um, before. And I know even with some of the concepts I had, like, you know, this tinfoil and, and flowers and all this, like, you know, things which some people say, oh, this is so stupid. Nobody's going to pay for this. No, one's going to going to buy it. Nobody's going to likes it. Like, who cares? Like, don't kind of look at this, um, that way, because if you would listen to other people and then you would think that every idea is bad, then probably you would never create anything anyways. So, try it, see what happens if it's not going to work. At least, you know, this is not going to work, but try to kind of put those concepts and those even stupid ideas into reality, because that's again, what I said before that might lead you to something more interesting and something that eventually it's going to work and it's going to create something unique, different and it's going to be associated with you. You can be happy about hey, I've done this. I've created it. Uh, It took me a time to kind of discover this concept or this idea and that's also what's going to help us with our creativeness because so many artists you guys probably know that they fail and fail and fail over and over again. Eventually this the failure kind of lead them to something interesting and something extraordinary and something unique. But I don't think there's any artists out there who just like woke up one day and had this like amazing idea and all of a sudden like, you know, he becoming successful or like it's, it's a tale of, you know, failures to lead you to some kind of interesting concepts and you have to go through that process. So as I said, if you have it, the dumbest idea, whatever you want to use it for your hatchet photography, try it. The worst case scenario, it's not going to work, but I can guarantee you that will kind of lead you to the next step. And the last one I would like to talk about it is. I know it's not going to be probably positive, but I think also in order to be a little more creative, we need a break from photography because sometimes when we're pushing too hard, and we're trying too much. Um, it's also, it might be kind of depressing and might be a little bit overwhelming and taking a little bit of break from photography. Also, I think it's not a bad idea and just kind of take a deep breath, remove yourself from this whole kind of, I would say, uh, spiral, I would say kind of like thinking about all this, about photography over and over and all the time. It, it it also might help you to come up with some kind of good concepts good ideas and be more more creative so a break from it I also think that it's not a bad idea and and to be honest sometimes I need that too like I always when I'm getting to the point that I feel like I'm on the edge of like I'm not saying depression but like it's just I'm just overwhelmed. With everything what it's happening and and everything what's going on i need to sometimes break from it take a deep breath remove myself clear my mind and kind of go back to it with the fresh open mind and that always helps to kind of i don't know just create this juices of creativeness to come up with something new and um, interesting. And that's something, as I said, it's extremely important because uh, like I know sometimes uh, we just kind of beating ourselves and this is not good and this is not helping It just kind of make us, um, you know, something that it's not it's not good for for our health and our mind and everything. What do we do? And I highly recommend it sometimes to to, to, to to do that because this is going to be something which will definitely kind of get your, as I said, juices going and it's going to help you for the long run. Okay, so I think that's we'll wrap this up because I could go on and on about it, uh, but I, I, I think that should give you a little bit of more understanding. Um, what you can do in order to bring something interesting to, to, to your work. And even though, as I mentioned, um, hatchet photography is, is straightforward, but you can definitely add some interesting elements to your work to kind of separate yourself from the rest of the hatchet photographers and create a style which going to be Um, It's going to be yours and your clients. They're going to be keep coming to you because they see something interesting in your work, something which is attracting something, which is um, interesting. And it's important to develop this over the time because this is going to be kind of it's it's, it's your kind of thing and this is kind of your style. And that's also the last thing what I want to point it out. This is also going to help you to create your specific style of photography, because if we're going to doing everything like things like everybody else is doing, we will be pretty much kind of like compared to other photographers which doing the same thing. And it's not easy to break out of this because I know there are certain standards. There is certain um, how I can even describe this. There's there's trends which kind of like people like that. But I think if we even have like a little element which, which separates us from the rest is always good because then we can kind of create this niche for our hatshot photography style. And we can really see that always people like to kind of get something which is different, right? That's another thing. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time to build that, but being creative, and doing different things and trying different things can definitely helps us to go on that path and start slowly creating something which is our own. And this is extremely important. Okay, I've been on and on. Um, I hope that was interesting and I hope that was going to help you with um, everything what you do. If you have any additional questions or concern or you would like to add something to this, you definitely can. You know where to find me. And, um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to your feedback. Stay tuned, and I'll chat with you guys very soon. Bye-bye.